Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. Host of Crackin' One Open with Mike and Elise. A podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about... The history of the beer. What's in it. How it was made. The history of the brewery. Along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Crackin' One Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Forgotten Cinema is getting romantic for our eighth season and just in time for Valentine's Day as we cover the 90s ensemble drama, Beautiful Girls. We'll then do a complete 180 as we dive into some spy films, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Spy Game. We'll find out why white men can't jump and whether you should shoot to kill while enjoying a Frankenweenie. Nope, that doesn't make any sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? This season will also feature our 100th episode of Forgotten Cinema. Feels like 100 years. Don't I know it. Forgotten Cinema. Never stop, never stopping. Yes, that's a hint. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome to another episode of Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me as sometimes is Dave. Dave, how you doing? That's so rude, man. So rude. <laughs> uh, I'm good. What's up? Nothing, nothing. Uh, pretty much here to talk about some Nintendo Direct stuff today. Cool, cool. Have you watched it? I've watched some of it. I've watched <laughs> some of it. It aired not long before we record, so it's still catching up. So I guess anything video gamey happened to you this week that you wanted to talk about? Um. No, I, I not that I can think of. I haven't really played too many games. I've been just kind of playing Cuphead on the side. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Kind of laying low. I know you got your black and white Cuphead ach- achievement the other day. Or in between recordings. Yeah, I got the black and white and I got the two-tone. I, I've just been trying to... I beat the game on normal now. Well, I, had, I already had done it. I went from playing on the Switch when we did our post-game back in right. the day uh, to just playing on the Xbox now. Night and day difference with the xbox controller over the switch controller really I, well I mean, you're playing on the actual switch i played it handheld yeah. yeah um but no so i've uh i've a ranked every level i've gotten all the achievements minus beating the game on expert which i've started to try to do i'm like four bosses deep on expert but that's a that's a whole different can of worms <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm impressed by your achievements so far i mean it was i i could never even get the black and white mode that you got so that's impressive in its own right uh what was that Could to get the a rank on every level is that a how rank? i got that yeah um yeah that was that was fun <laughs> uh got the s rank which is to get the a rank on expert but got nice. that on the first level so it was easy but yeah no it's it's gonna be a struggle i don't i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it but three or four bosses deep in so far i don't just the airplane levels i have so much trouble with i don't think i'm gonna be able to do them on expert but we'll, we'll see what happens you get the bird guy uh no i'm still on island one wally warbles okay. is island two because i know wally warbles is like your your white whale well i <laughs> sometimes i actually perfected i guess i'll call it uh wally warbles on my xbox playthrough first time crush nice. that motherfucker <laughs> a plus <laughs> i'm proud of you yeah. it's a tough achievement but 
it's cool that like there's so much unlockable stuff you can get from Cuphead. I like that. It really kind of I hey, wish, you want this? Go play the game. I wish there was more. <laughs> well, the DLC is still it's coming to, out at some point. Yeah, it's it's fun to change the color <laughs> of the flagpoles, but I would I would have liked more unlockables. We talked about it in the episode yeah. that we did, but uh, it's a it's definitely a good time though, and it's such a fun like pick up and play game. True. Yep. I guess. What about you, bud? What have you oh, been me? doing? Me? I haven't been doing much. I've been playing a lot of like I said in the last episode, trying to get through in 100 Miles Morales, uh, collecting the collectibles, doing I, all that. You didn't talk about this in the game. The last episode, oh, the last episode that we released oh, uh, when we talked. So oh. I, I played Spider-Man Remastered. I beat I that. Don't, I don't listen to the show. <laughs> uh, and then I've been playing Miles Morales now. So enjoying the PlayStation 5 graphic updates and the haptic feedback and just enjoying the story. It's it's a really good story. I really like it. It's not quite its own full game, but it's way more than a DLC. So I can see why it's not quite 60 bucks if you just got Miles Morales, but it definitely is worth your money. It's definitely worth your time if you like the Spider-Man games, which I do. Mm-hmm. So like I said in a previous podcast when they were when they first announced Miles Morales, I'd be okay with switch between a Peter Parker and a Miles Morales every year just switching them up. They're pretty similar characters but differentiate in terms of Miles Morales has extra powers and Spider-Man has extra gadgets. Okay. That they're they're different in their own rights. I do like Miles Morales' uh extra powers though. Are you playing on performance or uh visuals? I'm playing on a fidelity mode I believe which is the the two combined that Miles Morales has that they unlock okay. later on. Okay, that's neat. It it does look I'll say Miles Morales looks a lot better than Remastered. Remastered was like ray tracing looked nice and a couple of extra, you know, garbage bags and cars on the side. But Miles Morales actually looks not quite like, oh, this is next gen. But when you look out on the city of Miles Morales, it's like this looks way better than that game I played, you know, two days ago when I finally beat Remastered. It does look really, really nice. And so far is the best PlayStation 5 game I think I've played so far in terms of graphics. Cool. Probably Xbox, but some of the Hitman levels really did impress me as well. Yeah, man, those puddles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. But we're not here to talk about Xbox or PlayStation today for the most part. We're here to talk about some Nintendo stuff, uh-uh. I guess. So let's start with... You know, I was going to start with one thing, but let's start with... Did you, did you get Bowser's Fury or whatever? I did not. But only because I've been playing miles i've been distracted i am going to absolutely get bowser's fury probably next week hmm. i do want to get it i am very excited for it i think elise will have a good time with it i do want to play through it again with you because we had such a good time playing it yeah and i do want to check out that open world version of the game yeah i've been in this weird position like i really want to play it but i'm like either mike's gonna buy it <laughs> or my girlfriend's gonna buy it for her kids <laughs> i feel like i can get away with not buying this one <laughs> No, I'm, I am going to buy. I just don't know exactly when. Probably this coming week. Uh, but it is it is going to get purchased by me for sure. Yeah. No, I, I checked a couple days ago to see if you thought I was. I was sad to see it wasn't there. It's going to be purchased. Maybe by uh, maybe when I get paid tomorrow. Cool. But they announced a new Star Wars game for the Nintendo Switch, Star Wars Hunters. Yep. We both watched the trailer. It's made by Zynga or Zynga. I don't know how to pronounce their name. I think it's Zynga. I've always gone Zynga. No one's ever corrected me, but. So they are a mobile game publisher, first and foremost. This is their first non-mobile game. What did you think of the trailer, Dave? Uh, Well, honestly, I don't think there was enough content there to really talk about, Mike, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, I'm intrigued. I'm a little thrown off by the fact that it's made by a mobile game publisher that that I would consider a mobile 
developer. But as far as like, I don't think they give you enough in that trailer to, to really form an opinion about the game. Did you get a Jedi power battles feel from the trailer? Almost. No, uh, I didn't get anything from the trailer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you get an impression like about what kind of game it would be? So I read a, a, what little information there is in the game after the fact. Um, but from watching the trailers, I got a little bit of a Jedi power battles feel just every, every character's hologram on popping up as you go through, you know, Je- Jedi stormtrooper. this, I got the idea that everybody's is equally powerful and it's almost like an arena type thing. And although I know Jedi power battles was a cooperative game, I still got a bit of a feel of that arcadey type action game from it. Almost like a games of, of yesteryear kind of a thing. I guess I just don't understand where you're getting that vibe from. That it was just kind of all over the place. Like Je- it was Jabba's palace, but there were holograms of Jedis and stormtroopers and this and that. So I was like, well, this is a mismosh kind of hodgepodge game. So I was like, this has got to be a mobile game. And then it's Nintendo Switch. So maybe it's not quite a mobile game. It's a free to play shooter, right? Is that what they defined it as? They defined it as a squad based online arena multiplayer game. Squad based online. But not free to play that I saw. Set between episode six and seven. So between the original trilogy and the new sequel trilogy. And that's about it. Oh. Uh, I got there's no other information other than that. So, I mean, it's a squad based kind of arena game. I'm guessing it's going to be something like. Uh, Smite? No, no. Something like what's the Marvel game? Um I'm probably getting the name Conquest wrong. Conquest of Champions? It, something like that, where it's like, it's almost like a card battler kind of thing, maybe? Something in that realm? So they're giving me a mobile game, but it's going to be on a console game. I mean, that, <laughs> again, that was that's just my impression when I hear Zynga. But, um, I, I mean, I can see that, too. I mean, when I saw Zynga, I was like, oh, so this is just, I thought it was a conversion of a mobile game they already released and I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it would be, too. So mm-hmm. if, the, if that's the case, I'm going to be a little disappointed. But I'm going to be, I'm going to shrug and say that figures. Yeah. If, if just the squad base is throwing me off because like, I don't know what else they would do with like a team, you know, playing a card battle unless, together. Unless they mean squad like you and a squad of other players, but I doubt it. It's not like Nintendo's, you know, renowned for their online offerings in that, in that oh, way. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> um, so I would guess it's you control a squad. And if you control a squad, I have to assume it's uh card based. It's going like to be some or... sort of like collectible based game. But mm. in um, that case, I'm really just, <laughs> you know, making it up as I go here. Thus, I don't know. In that case. eh. But like, I get it. I mean, not that Switch isn't also a mobile type platform as well. So but yeah, I don't think you're going to get a Jedi power battles. That's that's definitely not what I got <laughs> the impression there. When they say hunters, you definitely expect it to like be something like. Something with more of like a collection aspect is what I would assume. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, bud. No, I mean, I'm just happy we get more Star Wars games again now that EA is kind of not the sole producer of games. I mean, we're getting this game, which we didn't even know about. It was 2021 or 2022? They say in this trailer 2021. Okay. Which I'm surprised we don't see any other information about it since it's this year. Yeah, but, that's interesting. Well, that kind of answers. Um, unless whew, when we when we talked about the 
Lucasfilm Games thing, we talked about how we weren't really sure what was up with EA's deal with uh with Correct, Star Wars. Yep. And we at the time I was assuming that, you know, they're announcing the games now, but they won't be coming out until, you know, 2022 when EA's contract is up with them. Right. But unless there's something different with it being a mobile developer, uh I yeah, kind of puts that uh, on the head on that. Yeah, it, it it sounds like something happened with EA and Disney. Yep, there might have been, maybe there was a secret deal. You had to have made this much, or just Disney bought them out. I mean, they have the money to say we're going to break this contract because y'all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they definitely squandered the license. So yeah. Um, I mean, I'll I'll um I'm a Star Wars fan, so I'll check it out regardless. But I'm hoping it's not a mobile game. I hope it's something that I'm I'll. I'll put at least 10 hours into get my money's worth. I don't assume it's going to be more than 30 bucks based on the trailer, but we'll Oh, I see. guess I didn't listen again. Didn't you just say it was free or no? No, you said it was free. Oh, you said you thought it was a free to play game. Yes. Nothing on this says That's what not kind what of you cost. just read no, to me. Okay. But I read had nothing about cost. I mean, if it's free, yeah, I'll try it, but I'll, if I'll be disappointed if it's an online mobile card battler, but mm-hmm. I'll give it a try. It's star Wars. I've gotten all the other crappy mobile games since then. Uh, the other one, which I guess is the biggest news, would be the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD announcement for Nintendo Switch. This is a game that came out on the Wii. Came out again, I believe, on the Wii U, but it didn't matter because no one played the Wii U. It's got I controls did, like, that switch for I the did. Switch. What? <laughs> I did. I'm glad. I did not. I had it for the Wii, <laughs> didn't play it all the way through. I really want to, but oh, I did no, not. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't play Skyward Sword. I just played my Wii U. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As did I, Dave. Mostly that Mario game with you. So I, I didn't play my own. <laughs> I, I only played Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm really happy that they're importing all these games into the Switch. Although this is a Wii game. You know, I think Switch has sold so successfully and it's, you know, the more Zelda stuff, the better. Uh, I don't I don't know about this being like their big announcement. I don't know. Well, I don't think this was the biggest announcement. I don't really have much to say about Skyward Sword. That's cool that it's coming. It's definitely like the lowest on the totem pole, I guess, when it comes to people like talking about mainline Zelda games, you know? Like yeah. It, it's definitely got the least fanfare, um, although I believe it was critically received, you know. I remember well. the little I played <laughs> of it, I really enjoyed it. I just never got all the way through. Yeah, like like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess are the two like that I feel like didn't get the same love as the as the rest of the mainline Zelda games. Uh, but it's cool that it's bringing it to Switch. I mean, Switch, it's doing so phenomenally. Like any exposure these old games can get is great. You know why not? I was I was hoping for Wind Waker, even though I had that on Wii U and never played it. <laughs> um. But Skyward Sword's cool. I'll, I'll definitely pick it up and check it out. I don't know if I'll actually use the the Joy-Con controls, but it's nice to see them actually doing something with Joy-Cons. Yeah. Um, because I feel like they don't really serve a purpose. <laughs> well, they did a few things at the beginning, and then I think when they, as soon as they figured out, oh, let's make the Mini, where you can't take out the Joy-Cons, they kind of took a step back from, well, then let's make the Wii, the Switch for everybody, and that kind of defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what they do. Uh, with the switch light for the controls for that. Right. I mean, I, I definitely want to do it. I like the fact that 
you know, I like Breath of the Wild and it's got its own art style. And obviously Wind Waker is fantastic, but that's its own comedy kind of like cartoon art style. I miss like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, those kind of comedy more, art style. I, I said comedy. I didn't mean like cartoonish art style. OK, <laughs> it wasn't a comedy game, but I miss the Ocarina of Time, that Majora's Mask, that kind of Zelda it, that it I grew a up with. Boat. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I miss that serious kind of of Zelda stuff. That I think you only got with that Ocarina of Time, that Majora's Mask, where the graphics would have been more like Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess had the Nintendo 64 been able to do it. So I liked that aspect of it. It's just that the Wii, to me, always felt more childish and more for the more fun games like Wii Bowling. And at the time I was in college, maybe late high school for the Wii. So it was like I didn't play as much of those kind of games like the Nintendo games. We were more playing Halo and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to revisit those games. But I just think it's interesting that a lot of Nintendo's work right now is to get people to see these great games that were never given attention to on the older systems because the Switch has done so well. It's like, hey, you can play these games too. Yeah, I mean, the the Switch is the first platform that Nintendo's had since really the 64 that like, and even the 64 didn't sell extremely well, but like that people have taken seriously as a platform. Mm -hmm. Like obviously the Wii was a huge seller, but just gimmicky you, you think of it as you know a lot of shovelware and it's a gimmicky controls i mean as much as i love the you know we sports and whatnot yeah that's what you um, bought it for right but like i had i've still never played galaxy or galaxy 2 because like why the hell would i do that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible but it's it's nice to see them bringing you know games from the Wii and from the Wii U that definitely didn't get the attention that they deserved, or I assume they didn't get the attention they deserved, and bring them to you know this platform they have now, which is you know universally praised. And even if it's not the most powerful hardware on the market, like I I feel like people take the Switch seriously in a way that they haven't taken console like a, a Nintendo console seriously um, since like the sixty four. For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, GameCube was a powerful piece of hardware, but yeah, no one wanted yeah. to develop on it. Mike, it was only Nintendo games. The thing had a handle on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke of a system. <laughs> uh, the, do you see how small the discs were? The discs were ridiculous. <laughs> That's like Nintendo's thing. We make our games so small now. And it's just like, why? Okay, cool. But Maybe. no, the GameCube is not a, re not a respected system. So the other thing that was announced was two characters from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 joined Smash Brothers as DLC characters, uh, Pyrrha and Mithra. And again, when are they going to bring more Nintendo characters to the fold? When are they going to bring more cartoony characters, the characters that I think people like you and me want to see? I, I feel like they're catering to a very specific audience. And if that's the Super Smash Brothers audience, that's fine. I guess I'm not the audience anymore, but. I'm just never excited about any other DLC characters anymore. Yeah. It's just a lot of disappointment there. Uh, but I, I, to be fair, I've never played Xenoblade. I mean, Xenoblade might be amazing. I don't know. It um, seems really cool when it's on sale. I always think about getting it. Yeah. It's just, it's just every time I read anything about it, it just sounds like a lot. <laughs> um, so it doesn't do anything for me. And yeah, I would love more Nintendo Wii characters, but. What are you going to do? I just don't know if like, is that, is that where it's going or, or are people more like us who are going to play it because of Super Smash Brothers, but would rather have 
No, everyone... Bowser-type characters and Mario-type characters and Sonic. I can't speak for the Smash community. You know, the people that are still playing Smash every day, you know, fighting in tournaments and everything. Yeah. But I can say for sure, like... People like us. The people like (laughs) us are like the casual observers who would get excited for certain characters. No, these are not for us. Like, we... No, of course, of course I don't want Pira, Merit, whatever the hell you said her name was. No, I didn't correct you. No, no interest. Give me a, give me the fall guy, you know? Right, exactly. Get him in Smash. (laughs) Like, like we, we want to do this, does, do that, would they smash thing, but it doesn't matter because they'll never smash because they're never, they don't put fun people in there. It's always an anime type character now. Yeah, like, you know. And I, and it's not so much that it's an anime character. I think Sephiroth is a good addition, even though I necessarily, I don't personally want him, but Sephiroth is a cool character to put in He's Smash. He's a cool classic character that goes with Cloud. It, it works. He's a classic video game character, mm-hmm. but there are so many other classic characters that would go well with Mario and Yoshi and Metroid that they don't, they're not yeah. thrown in there. Where's Waluigi? <laughs> Where's Dry Bones? I'd love a Dry Bones. I know. That's <laughs> either of them in there. But yeah, there's a lot of Mario characters. There's a lot more Sonic characters you can put in there too. You know, you put Banjo Kazooie in there, but where's Grimhilda or whatever the witch? Where's his sister? Well, you're you know you're a real give a mouse a cookie situation right now. You got Banjo. Stop asking for the fucking side characters, I'm, okay? I'm, you're not getting a Jiggy Mike. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be awesome. <laughs> At least as a as a cooperative fighter, one of those people you find that fights next to you. Oh sure, sure. But yeah, <laughs> take take what you can get, but. But I, I, I just want more of that kind of fun atmosphere that those give you rather than the that I find is the darker, more serious, weird anime type aspect to it. Like, that's not what I think I want for my Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. I want to be really lighthearted and fun. And while a great fighting game has these really interesting, goofy characters that you would never think would go together. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit silly. Yeah. Um, you know, Smash has always been built on the idea of, you know, going into your toy box and taking out your action figures and playing with them. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I guess there's someone who has all these guys as action figures, but <laughs> it, there's, it feels less of like a, a genre, uh, like a genre blend than like the original smash or, you know, anything we've gotten. I don't know. It's just, it's too much of the same thing. You're yeah. Right. For sure. So the other thing we got is a Mario golf game. I know you're excited yeah, for that. This is the biggest news. I don't know why you're trying to say that. <laughs> you think this, oh, this is the bigger news other than Zelda? Yes, this is bigger news than a <laughs> Zelda port. So it's called Mario Golf Super Rush. I wanted to get the name right. Uh, it's coming very soon. Summer 2021. Yeah, June, right? Yeah. How excited are you? I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, you know, I absolutely loved, uh, what was it? Mario Golf open tour world tour whatever the 3ds one was yeah i don't remember the name of it but i remember it being a lot of fun to the point where i played it on your 3ds and actually bought it on mine (laughs) not thinking i'd ever get a golf game but it was a lot of fun i mean to be fair i've always loved golf games so right i don't even need mario on a golf game to enjoy it but i love all the mario golf games so hell yeah (laughs) um no, so I'm super excited to see it, especially because, you know, when when I had it on 3DS, I didn't feel like I played it enough just because I never really gamed on my 3DS in general. Like I'd I'd buy the big games and check them out, but it it wasn't something that I was picking up every day to play. Right. Uh, and it, again, it comes to 
the switch is like this serious platform that people are like, you know, invested in now, not that the 3ds wasn't, I guess, but for me personally, I use my switch way more than I ever used my 3ds. Right. So just having Mario golf on my switch is going to be beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait for it. And it, and it looks like it's taking Mario golf to a, a new place too, which is fun. You know, it's, it's got, you know, a story mode. It's got you exploring the golf course and like picking up missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a blast to actually run from hole to hole. Like you don't, it's not just from what we saw in the trailer. You don't just show up at the ball after you don't show up at your lie, wherever the ball landed. It looks like you have to actually go to it. Or maybe that's just a game mode. I don't know, but it looks like a ton of fun. No, watching, Yoshi you know, rolling on the ball. Yoshi rolling on the egg or, or what was it? Uh, Luigi using the ice flower to skate. Like yep. it, it just looked like a good time. Uh, I'm super excited. I like the idea of all four characters shooting at the same time. And the balls all having yep. different streaks. That yep. looked like madness. That looked like a good time. What was great about that is a big issue I have with a lot of golf games is when you try to do multiplayer. Like I think in the Mario golf game, the last one, you couldn't actually, am I wrong about this? You couldn't actually compete with someone. You can only compete against their ghost, or am I thinking of a different one? That might be how it was in the 3DS. Yeah. <sighs> I might be thinking of Power Star Golf from the beginning of Xbox One, where you can only compete against the ghost. But either way, you definitely couldn't play together on the Power Star because I remember when we first got it, we tried to play together and we really couldn't. Gotcha. But either way, I I love where you're going at the same time. <laughs> Sim- simultaneous Simulta- okay, yeah. uh, play for golf games. Like that's the way to go for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm super, super excited for Mario Golf. I think that's going to be a, a fun time. I Their sports games are always really good. Mario Tennis is really fun, even though I know the last version of it, people didn't really seem to like for some reason, but I didn't play that version. <laughs> I haven't bought it yet either. I always see it on the shop and I want it so badly. <laughs> but the reviews were I've like, heard man, crap about yeah, it. And I'm like, how bad can a Mario golf or tennis uh, game be? And the thing is, I haven't played a Mario Tennis game since since GameCube. Yeah, GameCube. I don't think I played on, I don't think I played the Wii one and I don't know if there was a Wii U one. Um, oh, I did have one on 3DS actually. Either way, like for me, like if it's just like the series isn't doing enough new, enough new, mm-hmm. that's not a big deal to me because like I don't have super exposure to the franchise to where like I need each game to be, you know, a huge a reinvention of the wheel yeah. or whatever. You know, I'm I'm happy to play what I've played before with a fresh coat of paint, you know? So, right. So I'm I'm gonna pick up Mario Tennis at some point. I know that's not what we should be talking about right now, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't Super Mario Strikers, which is sad, but yeah, I'll take some Mario Golf for sure. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was really interesting too how quickly it's coming out compared to like, <laughs> hey, we announced it, here it is. But that's kind of Nintendo for you. They're they do their own thing in terms of announcements and all that. For sure. The other thing would be Knockout City, which is a game made by, I told you, the Super Smash Brothers developers. It's the Mario Kart developers. Uh, A new dodgeball-like game. And it's got, it seems to me to be like a Splatoon, but for dodgeball, it looks like a whole lot of fun. It's its own multiplayer arena game. And I haven't seen much about it, because like I said, this game, this came out just before we started recording. So I wish I knew more about it and did more research into it. But that game looks like it could be the next Splatoon, which I think is really fun. And I think that's something Nintendo does super well and something I'm excited about. 
because they do fun, kid-friendly, family sports action games better than I think anybody else does or anybody really tries. I know mm-hmm. PlayStation did All-Star Racers or All-Star Destruction, which is pretty fun on the PlayStation 5. Uh, there's not much to it, but it's it's a fun time. It's a racing game? I, I assumed that was like a Twisted Metal clone, but... It's a Demolish Derby type game where it's it's not a Twisted Metal clone. It's you have to destroy the other person's car by crashing into it while you're another person running and trying to ket in the cars. It's a weird mini... It's like oh, a big mini I'm, game. I'm, you know, now that you're saying I remember it from one of the revealed yeah. things. A Twisted Metal game would be amazing, but... I, I think they're done with that franchise would at this it, point. <laughs> would it be amazing? I love Twisted Metal. Although the last Twisted Metal game for PlayStation 3 was garbage. So, uh, But I think with their history with Nintendo's history with Splatoon, ARMS, you know, even like their own first party stuff like Mario Kart, which this company made, Smash Brothers, the golf games, the tennis games. I think this is that puts Knockout City in a really interesting place to become the next big nintendo product and i think it's really cool that they're working on something like that and dodgeball is a really fun game in general i didn't see the trailer for this one so i don't really know i can't comment too much and it looks like a like a major game yes it looks like a major game it looks like um it's got the graphic art style of like a more grown-up platoon or even um was it hyperspace almost the recent uh, ubisoft game that oh, came hyper- out maybe hyperscape. a little bit more hyperscape maybe a little more cartoony so it looks a little bit like that. Okay. But it's like a large, like citywide dodgeball game, essentially. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. That sounds fun. But I think that's going to be a good time. The next thing would be Fall Guys is coming to Nintendo Switch, which I, which I think would probably be some of the biggest news for Switch, because I imagine almost everyone who owns a Switch is going to get this game. Because uh, I, I think this game is made that, for like a Nintendo game. I mean, it definitely is, but... Like we were talking about before, Nintendo's online services are not like a, a selling point of the system. And this is a game that requires it. I think I I'm wondering if it'll I doubt it will be, but it'd be great if it was like a free to play game on uh on the Switch. On Switch. Well, hopefully it has cross play with PC and PlayStation. Uh I would imagine. Well, I don't know. But I would hope it would, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited for it for sure you know i'm sure if my uh my girlfriend's kids see it they will want to play it so we fun to play together it's an easy game in terms of the multiplayer i mean well it doesn't need an online connection you're playing online with people you don't necessarily need a party to play it and have fun mm-hmm. um i know we talked about and you've I, talked about how i like, need a party you need a party and stuff enjoy, like that yeah. i don't think everybody does and it's still a fun pick up and play game in terms of small mini games especially for younger kids and big I already have a lot of trouble with the controls of fall guys. I don't, a fall guy. I don't think it feels great. I'm not loving the idea of Joy Cons. Joy Con. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Well, you have a pro controller too, right? Yeah. Okay. But you almost always play mobile. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always yeah. playing handheld. So that's an issue. Yeah. I can see that being a thing, but I think the more people that play fall guys, the better. I mean, it's on PC, it's on PlayStation, now it's on Switch. It's only a matter of time before it goes to Xbox, I would imagine. Yep, and again, Game Pass, cross fingers. Everything, <laughs> it should just be a free-to-play game. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited for Fall Guys to come to Nintendo just so that more people are playing this game and it gets more exposure, because like we've said, with more constant updates, this is a game that you could pretty much play forever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's all I've really got for Nintendo. So, I mean, Miitopia was announced, but I didn't look too much into it because it didn't look, it's not something that I'm really interested in. What is it? It's a me-centric game where it's like a, I guess it's like an RPG where your characters that you create, your character is based on your Mii's and you go try to save this fantasy land. Yeah. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't really big on my thing. There's a Stubbs the Zombie uh, revival. Never played Which it. I never played. <laughs> And then Super Mario items are coming to Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's pretty cool. So you get a warp pipe. Yeah, we we already knew <laughs> there was going to be some sort of crossover, but seeing like the warp pipe and the thwomp and everything was uh, kind of neat. The Luigi guy sitting on the block. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought that was cool. There's, there's some cool decoration items that you can get. Yeah, for sure. And it it looks like it's going to go further than I thought it was going to go. Like I figured it would be like, you know, you can get the coin block and, and a one-up mushroom and you know we'd be calling it a day, but having like the interactive warp pipes and stuff like that's that's cool. Hopefully they, hopefully they do other things like that in the update as well. But right, the warp pipe kind of changes how you would make your maps too, which is cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you can now make two separate whole maps that you need the warp pipe to get to. Yeah, I don't. Wait, what do you mean two separate home? Well, because you can split between water and you can go for two different sections of land, couldn't you now? Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Which yeah. originally you there was no way to get across. Although you have a small piece of land, you could use your stick to get across. Gotcha. So you're talking if you want to like separate your island by a, a large By a large distance. margin, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could swim now, um, but still, yeah. Yeah. I think that creates some cool possibilities that I probably won't deal with, but I know some people will probably go nuts and do some cool stuff. Yeah. I doubt anyone, I doubt many people are going to give up that much real estate from their island just to create a super two islands. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Um, yeah. But it definitely save me a save me a bridge or two. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the war pipe is a cool idea. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, which I mean, if you don't, I mean, the last big thing is probably Splatoon three, which I didn't really play Splatoon two to be honest. So oh, you don't have it? No. Oh, I thought you did. No, I've never I'm, played. I'm it. ashamed. I never played Splatoon two or Splatoon one. Oh, really? Well, Splatoon one is a great time. I just never bought Splatoon 2 for really no reason at all. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, probably because it's it's mainly an online game and nobody wants to play online on Switch. Exactly. <laughs> well, you didn't buy it. Yeah. And it's such a, I didn't try to say you should get Splatoon 2 because it was such a pain to talk to people on Nintendo. It's just, eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was interesting because when did Splatoon 2 come out? Uh, Maybe less than a year after the Switch had come out. So we'll say 2018? Probably about, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting that they are doing a sequel so quickly. Um especially because it's Splatoon is, you know, first party Nintendo. So you'd think that they'd have like other things ahead of it in their pipeline of what they want to put out. Like I think Splatoon uh, is just so popular now to the younger generation that it's just like that's a new thing. I I don't know if that's the case. I I'm wondering if it's more, hey, Splatoon 2 did great, but you know player base might be dwindling a little bit. Let's, you know, iterate, let's put out a new one because I just think it's crazy that you're getting a Splatoon three. You're getting two Splatoons on the switch. We still haven't gotten a real Mario Kart for the switch, you know? Right. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of games that, you know, well, as far as I know, came first Splatoon two is actually like an iteration on Splatoon one from what I've read. It's Splatoon one with some, with a bunch of added stuff. 
Oh, so it okay. wasn't like a whole it's new, like, like whole ground up kind of a thing. So it's basically like Splatoon Deluxe. Essentially, it's okay. a beefed up 1.5. Yeah, gotcha. So that kind of makes sense in that in that sense. That does make more sense then. Yeah, but still, like, I want to be more excited for it because I did really like Splatoon one, but the fact that Switch is just terrible with online play. You know what I want? I want a Splatoon 2D side scroller. Let me let me have some fun with my ink gun. <laughs> If you pick it up, maybe I'll pick it up. But they'd have to know. fix the online play up first before I get anything that was like, this is a totally online party multiplayer type game. Yeah, yeah. It's there's something about Splatoon that's never really appealed to me. I feel like I might have played a demo of it at a store. It, they or did something. have a demo for the game before it came out. I don't think I ever downloaded the demo. I might have played it. I think I played it like at a store. Um but I don't know. Meh. Maybe. Each their own. So that's it for like the Nintendo Direct. The other thing I wanted to bring up, which I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it, but I think is interesting is MLB The Show is coming out for Xbox and PlayStation uh, next month. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting because Microsoft has constantly wanted to play ball with other people. And this is the first time we're really seeing PlayStation, I think, step up to the plate and wanting, uh, no pun intended, and wanting to play ball with other companies. So I didn't know if you had a thought on PlayStation bringing MLB the show to Xbox or what's your thought on it? I at first I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I'm wondering if kind of like Madden and NFL NFL has been pressuring EA to kind of give up their license or NFL is thinking about going elsewhere with their license. If the MLB was thinking, let's not keep this just on PlayStation alone. So PlayStation was like, hey, let's what if we just still did the game, but we published elsewhere and maybe that's it. Maybe it's pressure from MLB or if it is PlayStation saying we can make some money testing the waters on some Xbox. Like that's this MLB is not a system seller necessarily. Let's go see what Microsoft wants to do. I don't know, but I did think it was interesting because I've never seen a PlayStation logo on an Xbox product before. So I, I've got no like insider knowledge on this. But I feel very confident that I can say definitively, there's no fucking way PlayStation wants to put this game on Xbox. There's no way. So you think it is the this MLB? Is 150% something behind the scenes with MLB and, and PlayStation. Maybe MLB is saying, you know, we'll give you the license for a way better deal if you'll put it on both platforms. Maybe they're saying, you know, we're not going to give you the license. We need to shop it elsewhere, you know, because we need it on both platforms because, you know, even if placed, even if Xboxes are 25 or were 25, 30% of the market, that's like a big, that's market. a big chunk of the market. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm someone that played an MLB game every single year through like MLB 2K 14, maybe 15, whenever the last 2K game was, haven't played one since. I have not played a baseball game because I'm primarily on Xbox uh, in years because there hasn't been one on, on Xbox. So whatever they're doing, I mean, it, they got me on board. I'm going to pick it up. But yeah, there's there's no way PlayStation wants to put it out. It's, it's definitely going to be, it has to be, you know, pressure from MLB for, I don't know what stipulation it would be, but right. there's no way Sony would give up a first party and like a major honestly a major deciding factor for a lot of people for systems in which with system to pick up you know there's there's no way 
Sony wants that. They're not playing ball. They're, <laughs> they're it's not an olive branch. It's them doing what they have to do to keep the license or to you know up, like appease the MLB. That's my first. That's my first thought yeah. with it. Yeah, it's it should be your only thought. There's <laughs> no way Sony is you know cool with this because like, if that was or, the case, you know, cool, would see cool Jack and this. Dexter or something else on other systems. Oh yeah, there's MLB would not be the first PlayStation brand. There's you'd a see. there's a dozen other games that should be on on Xbox before you know MLB, MLB the, the show. show right like. I mean, if, if PlayStation really cared about, you know, an olive branch and their platforms and stuff, why the fuck isn't dreams on Xbox? You know, like, yeah. Why, why isn't it on PC? Like that's a game that needs to be everywhere. Uh, That'd be a much better. I'd play that on PC a lot more than I play, play it on oh, PlayStation for sure. Yeah. 1000%. The game belongs on PC. It's, <laughs> it's weird that it's not. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, it's, Absolutely, you know, a uh, uh, they were forced MLB to thing, it. yeah, 100%. Now, do you think that's going to make the MLB game better or worse for it? Do you think I don't, I don't know, I can't imagine why it would be worse, yeah, just kind of the same. I'm just imagining because I know that a lot of people are sick of the Madden games and their lack of real iteration upon their, their franchise. One thing's better, one thing's worse every time. And I know the show has gotten a little bit less criticism for that, but still does have their criticisms for that. So I'm wondering if at what point does the NFL or the MLB go, listen, people keep talking crap about our games. Let's you need competition to make a better product. Yeah, I, I haven't played the show. I think I had what was the first one? Oh, five. Like probably 05 through 09, I was playing the show. Whatever ones were on like PS2. Yeah. I bought 17, but I didn't buy the last couple of years. Um I bought 18. So I don't really know, and I don't even know what the thoughts are on the show now. I know at the time the show was the the gold standard for baseball games. It's still pretty highly rated. I mean, I they do good do a great job, but I know that there are some people who think that it's just kind of there's no real innovation. They improve upon what they already have, but there's nothing. They don't add many new features. Yeah. I mean, they, that's with every sports franchise though. Um, I mean, on the other side of the aisle, the two K games were garbage. I mean, I played them every year, but they were garbage games. Right. Um, but that still they, forces. They, they, I don't know. Not even in far as far as like innovation, like they ran like garbage. like garbage <laughs> um and the show never seemed like it had those issues so maybe they're not doing enough new things i don't know what you want baseball hasn't changed since the steroid like I said, era <laughs> i don't know what to tell you i just thought it was interesting that it was coming to playstation and wondered if that would if that plus maybe some of nfl's loosening of the nfl license would start to lean toward sports franchises becoming more innovative as they go on year after year. No. Um, the only way I would say the show coming to Xbox is bad for the show or bad for baseball simulators in general would be if the reason they're doing it is to lock down some sort of exclusivity. So no one else can have the license. Sure. That's ultimately bad because it's, limiting competition and you know competition breeds innovation so i guess ultimately sure it's bad if that's what's going on but 
I don't think it's going to hurt the quality of the game. Like, you know, short term. Right. I don't know. I would, yeah, I would think that they'd want to show their best face to Xbox customers being forced to do it. <laughs> they still are going to want people to buy that game and be like, Hey, we've got 30% more. We're still getting a fraction of this money. Let's get it going. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, working at a soup kitchen. And then you find out it's court ordered. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm very excited for the show as well. I know you play the show, but I figured you'd play it more if it was on Xbox. I know that Mike Fields, who I do forgotten cinema with does the show and Bob Lillian, who I work with, he's very interested in the show now it's coming to Xbox. Yeah. And it's, it's so. cross play too, which, which that's what I'm most surprised about. Um, right. It, yeah. Is that, PlayStation's always been pretty uh, yeah, of course, about cross play. Like, yeah, it's coming out, but PlayStation is actually saying, yes, Xbox, you can play with us. Like <laughs> literally play with us. <laughs> and, and that's obviously if it's going to be cross play, there has to be parody across systems. You're not going to give the Xbox players like an inferior experience in any way. Right. You know, it's going to have to, it, there's going to have to be parody between the consoles. So, I mean, the PlayStation 5 is probably going to have that haptic, that sweet, sweet haptic feedback <laughs> though. <laughs> but that's fine. With the perfect release on every one of your pitches with the, with the haptic feedback or the, what a dual, dual sense, whatever the hell I would is. just think, yeah, it would feel good when you're at bat. Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting and I wanted to get your opinion on that because I know you're way more into baseball than I am. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. You got anything else? What were your overall thoughts on the direct? I thought it was cool. I mean, it was kind of, it's the first direct in a long, long time. They did have some cool announcements. I would have liked to see more about the second Breath of the Wild, which they did say there's more information coming soon. There's still some other information we didn't go over. Other games that I still have to check out that are like No More Heroes 3. There's Neon White, DC Superhero Teen Girls Power, like games for kids that I no interest in. It's been how many years since Odyssey already? I just wish they put out more Mario games, really. Like actual like baseline Mario type games. Bowser's Fury, Bowser's Fury is right there, bud. Pick it up. It's just an expansion for a game they already made. Apparently it's pretty unique. I haven't played it, obviously, but right. I, I hear it's actually a pretty different experience than the rest of the Mario game, but. I'll still pick it up because, again, that's like my favorite Mario game of all time for the most part, other than the classics. So, I don't know. I I was excited for the Nintendo Direct, but I think I there are certain things I'm waiting for that I'm never going to get. I want a Pokemon game that's not a prettier and 3DS game, which I'm never going to get. I want more Nintendo Mario 64 type games, which I'm not going to get. And I want maybe a baseline Zelda game that's more akin to Ocarina of Time, the most successful Zelda game that's ever been. I I, I want another sequel to, like to that. And those are the three things I is wait that for. The most successful been. Zelda game there's ever been? No, I think Breath of the Wild is now the say, most, impo- most successful. I was gonna say it's probably Breath of the Wild, just like based on sales and stuff, right? Yeah, you know, access because everyone has a Switch. But I mean, those are the three things where it's like that's what I always wait for, and if I don't get that, eh. It's like anytime they announce a Sonic the Hedgehog game, I'm going to hate it unless it's <laughs> Sonic Adventure or Sonic Mania is fantastic. Same with Nintendo. It's like those three things are what I'm always waiting for. What did you, what were your thoughts? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but based on the rundown, I mean, I watched a couple things. I watched a few clips on YouTube, um, but based on what I read and saw, I always want more Pokemon news. You know, I, I wanted to hear about the Pokemon MOBA. I know that's got to be coming sometime this right. year. Oh, yeah. They had yeah. no news on Snap either. I mean, we, we know Snap's coming in April. 
April, May, June, somewhere in that area. It's, I think April. Yeah, I think a, soon, a couple months. Yeah, it's around the corners. So I don't need any news on that. I'm ready to go with that. But I'm still intrigued by this free to play MOBA that they're putting out with Pokemon. That was the main thing I was hoping to get, you know, which I don't think I was asking for a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, still no news on Metroid 4. I know they restarted it like two years ago, but we still haven't heard about it since then, right? No. Uh, I would imagine they might wait for whatever E3 does, do like their their Nintendo Direct during E3 for that. Yeah. I That's going to have to be a just, huge reveal. Just this being the first like Direct Prime or whatever you want to call like their, you know, main directs mm-hmm. in almost two years right yeah over i believe it was two years yeah definitely over a year um i guess i expected some more punch to it and i don't really know what that would have been but something like star fox or metroid or or breath of the wild 2 i don't know just something bigger but overall there's some cool stuff there that i'm interested in seeing yeah agreed i think just the amount of time we waited for a true direct you would have thought that we would have gotten something bigger Right. I guess COVID was just weird or is weird. <laughs> COVID is weird. COVID is weird. <laughs> Indeed. So I guess that's all we got for this week. Uh, we'll be back at you next week talking about other stuff. So for Two Player Bros, I'm Mike. That's Dave. Stay safe. Keep on gaming. <laughs>